Welcome back to the Photo Banter Podcast. Before we get into the David Salafia interview, I actually wanted to tell you about a new image transfer tool I've been using lately called PicDrop. PicDrop's a great tool for whenever you need to send off your files to your clients or whoever you're working with. You can create private galleries, um, different folders for whatever various assignments you're working on. And your clients can actually write notes on the photos you sent to them and rate them. It's just a really easy way to organize all your files in one spot when you need to send them off. Um, I've been using it for a few months now, and for me, it's just kind of helped me streamline my workflow. This I know I got all my photos in one spot, and my clients can access them easily. Um, for years, I was using like Dropbox and WeTransfer and things like that. But with PicDrop, it was actually designed by photographers, so they really understand what photographers need. So actually, with today's podcast, if you actually enter the promo code uh, PHOTOBANTER, when you sign up at PicDrop.com, you're going to get three months free of the PicDrop image transfer tool so definitely go check it out and let me know what you guys think and remember to enter the promo code photobanter when you sign up at pickdrop.com and without further ado we'll get into the david salafia interview thanks so much welcome to the photo banter podcast i'm your host alex gagne and on today's podcast i speak with photographer david salafia david is a commercial editorial photographer based in the boston area he has worked with clients such as Adidas, Under Armour, Puma, and Reebok, to name a few. In this interview, I speak to David about how he went from working in the advertising world as a designer and art director to making the leap to becoming a full-time photographer. And this kind of how he made that transition and kind of built his career. Um, David's a photographer who shoots all different kinds of like from sports and fitness to lifestyle. Um, for years, he's been shooting the Newport Folk Festival where he photographs a lot of big, uh, t- big time musicians and this really interesting stuff. He's, he's always shooting. Um, so it's just kind of interesting kind of talking to him about how he kind of made the transition from uh, designer to photographer. Um, so I can't thank him enough for taking the time to come on. Um, hope you guys enjoy it, and thanks so much for listening. All right, David Salafia. What's um, up, man? Long time coming, man. Yes. Thanks for yes. taking the time to do this, dude. How you doing? Dude, thank you for doing it. Yeah, I man. Lo- I love that you do this. Yeah, man. I think been it's super cool. following you on Instagram for a long time. Really enjoyed your work. Dino. Dino. Um, thanks, brother. Um, before we get started, got a yep. big... Uh, uh, rest in peace to legendary photographer Peter Lindbergh. Mm-hmm. Uh, just passed away. Uh, Too young. Yeah, definitely a legendary photographer. Anybody who's never uh, seen his work, definitely go Google him. Peter Lindbergh. Um, for you, like, were there any the kind of heroes growing up when you first got into photography? Any guys you kind of looked up to? I think you know, it's funny because like a lot of guys like like Lindbergh and and you know, I remember going to like Urbrich shows back in the day and like wow and like it just kind of blew my mind that these guys were doing this and they were doing it for a living. Mm. You know, it was like, that's how they were making their money. They were like taking, like doing photography for like, that always kind of blew my mind. Cause how did you get to that? How did they get to that point where they got behind the camera and mm-hmm. were like doing this thing for real, you know? And it, it, so guys like that kind of blew my mind. Um, you know, I think that a lot of the current guys that are out there doing it now are just like, I think that, you know, it's like, it blows my mind that people can just, that this is what we do for a living. Yeah. I think it's super cool. I think it's like, 
you know, it's fun, it's engaging, it's like you meet just the ultimate people in the world, Yeah, you know, and we do it for a living. I think it's super cool. Yeah, guy, for, I always like res- respected a guy like Lindbergh because if you look at his work, like his, it, it's all one thing. It's like his art is his commercial work and right. all this. And for me, I don't know about you, like a lot of times when you get into commercial work, it's really hard to like, make it's it all the balance yeah. like so like any guys who can do that i don't know what it is like if you look at like avadon or Lindbergh, yeah. i don't know how they, they were do- doing it and i and i think that like that's what's always hard and i think we I, even you know i struggle with that a little bit just from like things that things that i do things that i want to do mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like where does and those guys were just doing it and they were like yeah f you this is what i do whether you like it or not mm-hmm. and Oh, I get paid to do it. Like, you know what I mean? So I think that the balance of, of what I do with, you know, fitness and and lifestyle and and trying to kind of infuse as much as like, as much of my look into it as I can and, and still make it, you know, commercial enough to be on a wall and in a, in a Coles, (laughs) you know, know, like what's the balance of that, you know? So I think that that's the constant struggle is like, is like, that's why we test, you know, that's why we call people up or like, Hey, I like your look. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Let's go hang out in Chinatown and take some photos. Yeah. How, <laughs> you know, like, how do you, how do you, how do you pay the bills, yeah. but then still yeah. fulfill yourself as like an artistic person? That's like always the struggle, but I think we'll struggle with that forever. For sure, man. And, but I guess to kind of start off, like where, where'd you grow up and like, how do you kind of get into photography? Well, initially? So I, yeah. So I grew up in the North shore of uh, Boston in a town called Andover. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, my dad, I, I have to give a lot of credit to my dad because he, he was, he, he owned an ad agency in the eighties, well, the seventies and eighties wow. and nineties and, and still does today. And it's a small, it, it was really big at one point, but it's, it's a lot smaller, but he, he, um, he always shot. He, he had a, he had a dark room in our attic, you know, he had a million cameras. He just like, he was, he was sort of the catalyst to like, Oh, like he's doing it, you know, like what, like, what is he doing up there? Like, what is he up to? And like, you know, like a designer, he was, he was an art, he went to school for, for what was called commercial art. He went to the artist, art Institute of Boston. Okay. Graduated in 70, which is where I ended up going, Mm -hmm. which was, it's no longer RIP, but, um, you know, so I grew up around it. I grew up, I grew up like in an ad agency. So like there were art directors there, there were designers, there were photographers. He would... He would, um, you know, he he worked for like a jewelry company, and he would he'd go pick up the jewelry, he'd bring it home, he'd or to his office, he'd photograph it, he'd put it Damn. in the ad, put it on, put type on it, put it under a stat machine, put it, you know, and then like you'd see it in the paper the next day. So it was like I grew up around art. Yeah, I grew up around like commercial art, wow. and I just assumed if I wasn't gonna make it. On the Red Sox <laughs> or the Bruins, that this is what I wanted to do, and and it was sort of always like it wasn't a question of like, of like, like when or how. It was just like you know this is what I'm gonna do. I wasn't like mm-hmm. it wasn't like insurance yeah. or like real estate or any of that shit. You know, it was like, like it was that's pretty cool, art. man. It's almost like it's like the family business in yeah, a sense. It's like it, it is, yeah. yeah. And you know, I could never, I couldn't draw. Like my dad could really draw, but I I don't think I really got that mm. like hand, mm-hmm. and I knew that early on. So I I had to kind of find, 
you know, what was my thing. Um, and I just felt like I always, as a young kid, I always kind of, I felt like I always saw, I don't know, this sounds really fucked up, but like, I felt like I always, I could, I would always see things and I'd want to like capture them, but I didn't know, I didn't know, I never made that connection, like that photography was that thing to capture yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I would just see a guy like walking down the street and I'm like, that's cool looking. Like what, you know, he's in like a cool outfit. Like, yeah, I want to capture that. But I never knew that photography was the vehicle that kind of. But you're, me you're, you're paying attention. I was, I think so. Yeah. You know, and I think that, um, in high school, you know, so, I mean, I just kind of grew up around it and then my dad. You know, he gave me a camera in high school, and I don't know what I, I don't, I probably just was like, I, I it was sat on a shelf, you yeah. know, like, it just, it, it just wasn't a thing. I was like, baseball, hockey, sports, 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 sports. Yeah. And, um, you know, I went to Northeastern, I, I started to, to get a little bit of sense of like, I knew, again, I knew I wanted to be in commercial art and design and all that, but, um, you know, my dad told me that I had never make any money in photography. Yeah. That's what he told me. And I was like, all right, well, you know, what is the, what do I do then? Is it art direction? Is it, is it design? And, and I, I felt like I had a decent eye for composition. Mm -hmm. So I was like, and I really like type and composition and putting the two together and like making an ad. Yeah. I just felt like that was like where I, where I came from. So like, I'll, you know, I'll use found photography for, you know, so, so in design school, that's, that's what I did. I, w I went to Northeastern. It was a design school, and and it was all just that. And I, and I took some photo classes, and I was really into it. Yeah, I got really into it, but I I didn't know how to make it a career. Yeah, you know, it was like it seemed really far fetched to me. You know, much like those guys did when I was growing up, and I loved seeing Herbert's show, and I'm like, how the hell is he doing this for a living? You yeah. know, it just like it kind of blew me away. Like, yeah, it's how like, do you get there? How do you do it? Cause <laughs> the the hardest thing is like doing it consistently right like anybody can get one job but to do it consistently year after year i think that is endless the number one struggle for every yeah. photographer out there and oh yeah um but i knew you know i really i like photography was always so cool to me it was just like the coolest thing like yeah you know it was like how do i how do i do it you know and and i remember in 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 photo school in when i was at northeastern i took a um I had this old, this one of these, one of these old cameras. I think it was the FG, the Nikon. Yeah. And I put a macro lens on it, and I went around, and I took like really, really close up macro shots of like the ground, <laughs> and like just like the way it made yeah. like you know like paint <laughs> on concrete or like paint on like pavement yeah. or like that fences or like whatever it was yeah. i just like yeah, the texture and i took it back and i was really psyched about it and i was pumped about it and i thought it was really cool made all these huge prints of it put it uh in the show or whatever put it up for whatever at the end of the year and and the, and the teacher hated it <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the teacher, and i was man. like i was like ah maybe this isn't for me you know and it just kind of and it you know, and I, I didn't know what to do with it then. I still, I love taking pictures of my, my girlfriend then, my wife now. Like, we just, we'd go around, we'd take shots. And I, I just, the printing part of it and the, and the, you know, the developing and the printing, I always thought it was really cool, but it seemed really far-fetched to me to, to pull it off as a career. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, design and art direction and advertising kind of made more sense to me it there's was like there's more of like a path kind of like it was like you, a result you can get a job yeah there's, there's like a career exactly there's like an art there, it was just an it was just like a it was an avenue to go down to be like 
all right, I know I don't want to sell insurance. I don't want to be in real estate. I don't want to be in this. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. I want to be in art. Yeah, you I can't draw for shit. Yeah. <laughs> where do I go? Yeah. You know, and that's where it, that's really where it, you know, ended up. I, I love composition. I love type. Yeah. And, and it just made sense to go in that direction. And, and, yeah. and it worked, you know, I, I was, I worked in design for many years and yeah because i think if i yeah. I, I write I, correctly you ended up working what as like a designer like art director um is yeah. it, what was kind of your step yeah. once, once you got out of school what was kind of your first so i got a job right out of school at a at a small studio up in concord um and that ended up that was a freelance thing and ended up going to a design firm called pangaro beer which is in brookline and i worked there for I don't know, maybe five years. Are they plus. still around? I I think they're they're, they're I think they're called PBD now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I, they're great. You know, a couple yeah. of great ladies. They hired me. I was like, it was it was huge for me. You know, it was great. And I we did we did some amazing work together. You know, and and I ended up going to which was which was really kind of funny as I come back at it. But it's sort of like all these people I met along the way kind of helped define what I do now. Yeah. Um, but I left that, uh, that firm and I went to Reebok and wow. I worked as a, as a freelance designer for, I, it was maybe five months, four or five months, but it, I met some, just some people that are, you know, some amazing people that helped me do what I do now. I mean, this guy, Sean, I met there and we're, you know, like best friends today, you know? So it's like, it was, it was really good to meet people along the way and kind of get a sense of like what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, and you know, leaving Reebok, I went to Arnold, Worldwide. which we all know Arnold, big, and, big agency yeah. in Boston. Yeah. And, um, I worked there for a couple of, maybe a year. I left, went to Digitas. Yeah. I left Digitas and that, went back that, to Arnold. The advertising <laughs> game is so crazy. Yeah. Like maybe yeah. I'm always, I'm interested to have this conversation because yeah. you have an insight of how the internal thing works. Because for, for the most part, most photographers, the only dealings you have with an ad agency is going yeah. going to show your book, hopefully bidding, totally. hopefully bidding on some jobs. Um what's like the internal work because like (laughs) anytime i've ever dealt with ad agency it just seems like everything's constantly moving 100 miles an hour it's like oh we're shooting here we're shooting yeah it switches like what was your experience they were i i don't know it's tough to define it was like i'd say they were some of the best days and some of the worst days of my life you Mm -hmm. know because it was it was so hard they were so long yeah but i call it um I call Arnold just Arnold Arnold U because it was like it. Without that, I don't know if I could do any of this. What I do today, I mean, it, not only the people I met, but just like the workflow and like understanding the design. I mean, I had a little bit of it from my dad way back in the day, but it didn't. This was just another league, you know. Yeah. This was like we were working on Royal Caribbean, Radio Shack, like yeah. you know, New Balance. Like I mean, we were just like it was big client stuff, you know, yeah. Carnival. I mean, it was so it it sort of um it gave me a really great like intro into 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 like commercial commercial just doing work. I mean, just like living and doing doing advertising work, and it so I mean, there were days when. 
you know, I never went a day there where I didn't think I was going to get fired. Really? Why? Oh, yeah. Because it's just advertising. Yeah, because it's like if the ad agency has a client, they're booming. But then as soon as they don't, that's why that's pretty much why everyone's like, like you say, like, I've been a year here, a year here. Yeah. It's like, it's I just tried to be good to people and tried to stay under the radar a little bit and just be hardworking. And I feel like I I think that um, the being good to people part, I think is, again, just like help me in what I do today. It's... I tried, I never tried to make enemies, yeah. you know, and, and I think that I survived in advertising. I never got laid off, <laughs> surprisingly, <laughs> because I think I was just like, I tried to be good to people. And I think if, if, yeah, you know, if somebody on. asked me to work, if an art, if a creative director asked me to work on an account, even though I was already working on something, I tried to work on that as well. I tried to put like a little yeah. bit of extra time in. Be an asset. Be an asset. And just, and because in advertising, it's like you are working, you're assigned to a client, right? Yeah. You're assigned to, to this, you know, to Royal Caribbean, whatever it is, Carnival. And, and then you're, but you have to pitch new work, mm-hmm. you know? So you're constantly like, you're keeping your day job and you're maintaining it, but then you're, like you need to go out and get more work. So would it be like, were you guys free to like, so you say whatever your client is Royal Caribbean. Yeah. You're doing what design work and whatever it may be. Yeah. Are you free to be like, hey, I want to pitch X, Y, and Z company. Or do they kind of tell you like, we want you to pitch these guys. Well, they say <clears throat> you have nothing to do with it. Yeah. You're, you're, you're basically like, mm-hmm. you know, you might get a call from a creative director being like, Hey, come into my office. And then you go in and be like, Hey, we're going to pitch you know, uh, some farmer company, Jackson Hewitt, yeah. some, you know, yeah. some tax firm and like, you know, and then you're like, do I even want to do that? But, you know, you ask yourself these questions, but then on the other hand, you're like, well, I got to keep my job, right? I got a kid like, you know, so there's, there's a lot of stuff that I think you end up doing that you don't necessarily want to do, mm-hmm. but you're like, maybe you can make it cool. Yep. Maybe with your spin on it and your design sense, your art direction or your love of photography, whatever it is, you can come together and make a really cool, clean, new look for said you know client. Yeah. And I feel like that's what the, the like love and drive in photography that I have now, I had that back then. It was like, how do I make these people better how do i make carnival better like what can i do what you know what is my role in my in my role how can i make them look better yeah look cooler and i think that 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 was that was an awesome time for me because it was it gave me the ability to kind of like i mean we ran carnival's advertising program i mean it was just like it was awesome yeah what kind of what kind of stuff were you designing was it like mostly print stuff web like what yeah i mean it was everything it was i mean that was the thing about when i had the carnival account we we carnival cruise lines yeah yeah lovely we basically i mean we we did it all we i mean they didn't they were like here here's here's everything from the menus on the on the cruise ships yeah to you know the signage around the cruise i mean it was just like you you were on board you were off board doing you know ads in times square it was you know art directing photo shoots hiring photographers doing web doing i mean we did it all yeah you know and i feel like i remember um my creative director at the time was like you work two one to two years on this account you can work anywhere you know because you'll have the ability to understand it from 
from the bottom up yeah. you know everything yeah from the top to bottom so because you get kind of get to touch everything yeah i mean yeah. commercial radio i mean we did it all i mean i don't even know where that work lives these days is long gone but well, like you would work on radio stuff too we do it all yeah i mean i, I mean it, you know because you you were assigned a writer yeah. you know so you're as an art director you're assigned a writer and and then at arnold back in the day we had offices yeah so we would just close the door and we would just like what do you what do you got today yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. and like you know and you just come up with new stuff you come up with trade ads i mean you come up with like a cool line or whatever you know and and then you'd maybe put it all together and try to pitch your your creative director and be like hey what do you think of this you know i know we've been doing this but what do you think of this Damn. what do you think of this and, and you were you were not required to do that but you were like yeah it was recommended. Is it is it like a is it like a pretty competitive environment with like different designers or what's hugely kinda... competitive? Yeah. I mean, it was just like you were, you know, you were you always wanted to you didn't want to be the guy that didn't come up with the new yeah. idea, yeah, right? Because like in advertising, you're you're kind of doing this thing. You're you know you might be going down this this path, but if you're not thinking about what's next and how to how to make how to turn the client into a new area or direction mm. you, then you haven't done your job because yeah. it's like they you know a campaign might be a one year two year but then like they need to know where they're going next mm. you know so it's your job to really push them to get there yeah so that was really cool for me because it was challenging and in terms of like understanding the advertising business and i and i loved it you know but i just it it wasn't what I loved enough. Yeah, because you while you're working at all these ad agencies yeah. and whatnot, were you taking pictures like on the side just for yourself, like all? Yeah, along? so I so I would you know, on a lot of these clients, we'd hire photographers, you know, and and um, you know, I I had always shot on the side. It wasn't you know, it was it wasn't crazy like crazy good, but it was like. It was enough for me. It was really what I what I want. I, I really loved it. It was like. You know, when I get into something, I kind of like I really get into it, you know, and and um, and I remember at at lunch breaks and things like that, me and my buddy Anthony, Anthony Shea, we'd go out and we would just like, you know, we'd run around the city at lunch and just just take photos. Yeah. You know, it was just like it was our time of like, all right, you know, we might be on this client working on this thing and we'll be here till midnight tonight. Yeah. But we have an hour. And often we'd skip lunch or we'd eat lunch at our desk and we'd just go walk around. We'd take photos around the city and we'd. Damn, that you know, seems so, like a cool environment. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> there's like a lot of art. Like, I don't know if you that dude, Dave yeah. Register. Yeah, I love Dave. Yeah, he's, he's a, a good sick friend. But there's so many yeah. art that sick photographers. Yeah, Dave's incredible. And I, you know, and, and I think that like that was, that time was like, it was really eye opening to me because it was like, well, you know, I love advertising. I love what I'm doing, but I, I really love making images and I, and and it was digital at that point you know we weren't you know on in 05 or whatever i got the it's probably over here someplace the, you know the first digit like and and then it, the first 5d yeah, yeah. and then it was like wow you know like maybe this could be something you know and um you know i i just you know i'd go out with anthony or i'd go out alone and, and that's really when i was like holy shit this is what i want to do yeah you know I don't know if I can do this advertising thing for that much longer or, you know, I saw a lot of, a lot of coworkers just, you know, they'd reach a certain age and, and they were kind of done in advertising and that concerned me like what do you big mean? time. What do you mean there? This like, well, you get a little older and you know, you, you might not be relevant enough anymore or whatever it is, you know? And I, and I saw that from a, 
from early on, like in my late 20s, early 30s, I was like, wow, that guy's 55, 60, and he's not in advertising anymore. Yeah. And that concerned me, you know, because it was like, well, what am I going to do in my 60s? Or like, what am I going to do in my late 50s? You know, yeah. so I I was like, maybe I could do this. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Something I think about, too, as a photographer yeah. is like, yeah, because definitely like the thing about advertising, if you go to any agency, even the way they like set up the office, it's all about being yeah. like perceived as cool. Like they got the pool table and right. all this because yeah. they, they want to attract clients. Yeah, you're going to be 20 So it's like, if you, yeah. Yeah, it's like a young person's environment a lot right. of times. It's, it's an interesting atmosphere. I definitely think. Well, and, and think about like Lindbergh, like he he didn't stop shooting until the day, you know, like, yeah. you know, until he la- until he was gone. And I think that that's yeah that's super cool yeah. you know like i don't i i don't want to i i want to stop when i want to stop it was, it, you was know? it was like pure i think that's yeah. the thing like a lot of yeah. times you can kind of get in your own head i think yeah. that's why a guy like Lindbergh, at least how i kind of perceive it is just like pure honest photography. oh yeah and yeah it, and it comes through um 100 but how do you like once you kind of start to get this in your yeah. mind like you want to be a photographer is that a hard transition is this something you thought about for years to make the jump from being like you got a nine to five like at that yeah. point did you yeah. have, did you have a family at that point well i just feel like the stuff that i did i had i had i had my jack mm-hmm. i think the stuff that i loved about photography in in art school yep. and and photo school i went back to nisop during that time and and took some took some classes at nisop for yep. lighting and some other things it just started to become more attainable like the and I, and that's why I, you know i love film i respect the guys that shoot film i think it's incredible mm-hmm. but digital photography to me was always i guess it's just my personality i just wanted it it was more immediate yep and it felt like i could because of my knowledge of photoshop and and you know other you know illustrator and other programs it just felt like i could I could all of a sudden make images that you wanted that I could put in or like it was like I so I, so we started shooting for you know the clients that we had at Arnold and it was like you know be we'd be on a new balance shoot and I'd be shooting on the side and some of that stuff we'd end up using okay. you know so like it started like yeah. it started slowly it was like hmm. you know hey we need this shot so then around Arnold I started shooting a bunch of stuff for for clients or for in-house it was like the Hey, we need a shot of this guy for a thing, and I would go in and set up lighting and shoot him. You know, so it was like, it's st- it started gradual. Yeah. But I was like, it was like, arrows were turning. Like I could, and I could feel it internally, and in like in my, in my body, I was like, I I can't. You know, I need to follow this through. Like I can't. Yeah, you wanted to go full bore. Yeah, like I I couldn't do this art direction thing if I loved photography more, and that's kind of how. Yeah just i am as a person like if i'm into that like that's where i'm gonna go yeah yeah because if you're working under the umbrella of another company yeah you might yeah. be shooting some things but it's not like at the end of the day they're still kind of running the show pretty right much. Yeah. yeah i just like i just loved. i knew i loved it and again it was like it was becoming more attainable it was like all right i can shoot this thing i can i have it on my computer i can edit it do whatever i want with it and send it off and it just felt like really immediate and and that worked for me where film didn't yeah it this digital photography really worked for me and and so working on clients working on 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 other things around i i started a wedding business okay wow i didn't realize that yeah so i shot weddings for um this was during arnold this was during god this was early 
early 09 or 10. Damn, you're a beast, yeah. bro. So you're working a full-time job. Yeah, so that was, but I knew I wanted to do it. You yeah. know, it was like, and and that gave me the opportunity to start to shoot. Yeah. You know, it was like, it was like, well, is that know. Is like, is that what you thought you were going to do full-time, be a wedding photographer? No. No, it was just more no, just like just, an entry point. It was just like a, it was, it was, it was using the camera for to make a living, and I just like thought that that was amazing. Yeah, definitely. You know, and I and I really loved it. And people, I don't know, people kind of liked what I was doing. So I was like, all right, you know. And it, I always found it to be a real honor that someone was gonna. Oh hell yeah! You man. know, like be like, here, come shoot my wedding. You know, and I was like, yeah, let's do it. You know, I mean, to this day, if someone asked me to do, I'd be like, it is a really, know, it's like it, it's cool. It's a really interesting atmosphere because like a lot of time, I mean, I've shot weddings, and it's like. It's like people's most important day. They got all their family around yeah. them. It can be, it truly can be a really amazing experience sometimes. Though. It's incredible, and yeah. I and I loved it. And it it one hundred percent. You know, I like you know, I took some classes at Northeastern yeah. AIB, Nisop. Yeah. But nothing taught me how to shoot more than than doing weddings. Yeah. You know, because it just like it. <laughs> it taught me everything. It taught. I mean, it just taught me how to use the camera the way I wanted to use it. it taught yeah. me how to like shoot with a on-camera flash in the moment that you know she's walking down the aisle or you know they yeah, just man. like you can't mess that up a lot of, <laughs> a lot of a lot of personalities yep. and it's a lot of people yeah. and even like yeah the work you do now it's like big sets big productions a lot of people involved yeah but this is that was totally different it was just yeah. it was all me you know and an assistant or whatever it was but mm. i loved it i absolutely loved it i thought it was an awesome awesome experience how do me. you like how do you go from like what's the transition from having a full-time job to find this walking yeah. away to working freelance because <laughs> that was that like a scary thing like yeah, like you said because you got a kid yeah. it's like how do you yeah because i think a lot of people struggle with that in any career it's like making a jump into something yeah. different like what do you remember about well the- i mean 100 percent, it was probably the the best and worst decision you know <laughs> you, ever, you ever make in, in your life but i think that those are the ones that you always remember because yeah. it's just like for me i was working at that point it was at arnold then i went to i had a cup of coffee at sapient nitro for a bit mm-hmm. and all the, at the same time i was working on on clients or working on weddings it was you know, I was kind of building it up, you know, working with Boston Magazine or doing okay. editorial stuff, doing smaller stuff. And it was, yeah. you know, it was to the point where I knew I knew I wasn't I wasn't at the point where I could make enough money to, to do it solely. But I I just didn't have a choice. Yeah. You know, and I wanted people to think to the people that I knew in the ad business to not consider me as an art director i mean you you know you got to do it in order to do it i was going to ask you was that something that was it hard to convince people that you were like hey no i'm a photographer now yeah and that's the and i i think that that's you know 10 years or whatever it's been you know you're still like you still kind of not fight that a little bit but you're like you know, I mean, hopefully the work is the work, and it and it. And I think it's I good think enough. I think you're good now. But, you know, you're like you still kind of struggle with it. And you're like, you know, what, you know, do you are you considered that way? And and I think that a lot of my good friends that are in the ad agency know that. Yeah. You know, I was an okay art director, but I think I'm a little better at this now. Just it, it's just because I love it more, not you know, mm-hmm. and I and I want to see it through. But yeah, it was a really tough decision. I. I I struggled with it for I would say a good like few years before I yeah you know because I knew I loved it but I also 
you know, it was it was a good job. It was a good six figure job, Definitely. you know, that I, I that I had to pull away from. And benefits, I, you know, the whole thing, yeah. the health, you know, everything. Yeah. And I kind of had to be like, well, you know, there was a moment when I didn't I didn't want to say to myself, like, in 10 years, I wish I made that move, yeah. you know, or I didn't. Cause I, I just knew it was a time and I was like, I got to do this, yeah, you know? Least, and I, and least, I, at least try it. Yeah. yeah. You had to listen to it. And I was like, I'm not, I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down trying, yeah. you know? And I, and I quit, um, with, with two jobs. Mm-hmm. I had a, had a big Webster bank shoot and, and a, um, and a Reebok shoot. Oh, wow. And a couple of smaller editorial things. And I knew that I had a little bit of money from, from advertising, I could kind of hold on to, and we were living in JP at the time, which was a little bit, you know, a little bit easier living and financially wise. And yeah. and I just cut it and just went for it. And, you know, and I think it was really hard to just, to. I remember that time was really tough. We had, There were a couple of months where it was really tough, but it, I knew that I, I had to try it. Yeah. You know, I didn't have a choice. It was just like, let's go, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, my wife, supported me in it and was like i get it you got to do this you know and and, then, and the weddings were good at that you know they were still you know here and there and it, and it was like I, that was a little bit hard because my boys were getting older and my my jack was getting older and he you know had stuff to do in the weekends and i'd be like oh i gotta i'm gonna yeah. miss your you know your your game dude or like whatever it is or just miss hanging out with them and yeah. you know go do a wedding so i had to kind of i had to you know balance all of it but i knew that that making money or making a living with the camera was better. Was it any day doing that was a better day in advertising? Yeah, and I, definitely. you know, so I had to do it. No, that, that's <laughs> awesome, man. It's kind of yeah. It's it's interesting to hear yeah. you're juggling a lot. Yeah. Of th- I think that's how it is for everybody. You might have like some shitty part time job a couple of days a week, bartending or yeah. whatever it is, and it's just like it's yeah. not it's not like overnight. It's a gradual thing, and then now you're kind of well. I mean, you know, my dad always said like you know you know. You, do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, he always told me that and I, and that's why I credit him a lot, but like, you know, this it's, it's work sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, it really is. But I still think I'm making money with a camera. I'm traveling, you know, the country meeting amazing people yeah. that support me and what I do, assistance, Digitex, every, you know, and I'm, I'm honored. I'm blessed to do it. You know, yeah. I mean, we do, I, I'll do work with, just did a job with Lululemon. I mean, it, like, you know, I love that, that I find that just incredible. And I'm like, I'm honored to do it. I feel, I just feel blessed. Yeah, it's fun. You know? what, like, so like, when did like all, cause like when you look at a lot of the work you do now, it's like a lot of fitness stuff. Obviously it's not all you do. Right. Like wh- when did that kind of come in the picture? Is that, is that something that's kind of happened like organically? Yeah. So, well, so during that time when I was, um, you know, trying to, trying to pull the trigger, Right. I'd go into, you remember E.P. Levine? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. So, rest in peace. <laughs> so the one in Waltham, I would go to quite a bit and, and I'd hang out with Corey there. And Corey was basically like, you know, anytime you want to come in, test gear out, try the studio, bring people. I mean, he was just like, nice, it's nicest your, dude around. The best dude in the world, you know? And I was like, and, and again, a lot of those people like help kind of define what I do now. And, they, and, and he was one of them because he just, he didn't care to make money off the studio. He's like, just, you know, give me a few bucks, rent the gear. I'm like, all right, cool, you know. Yeah. So I bring people in and we do some fitness tests or whatever it is, you know, and and it sort of it sort of got busier and busier and and um some of my friends at Reebok started reaching out and they were like, "Hey, 
you know, we got a thing, smaller thing, yeah. come out and shoot it, you know, and and the smaller stuff just kept building. Yeah, they give you a shot and then... It yeah, and I, and I was always, I always, um, you know, I just always said yes, because it... it I didn't. I didn't want to say no. The money's not there. No, you know. I, and I talked to got other guys about this too. Just like, just say yes. You know, like definitely early see, on. I think you got to. Yeah, yes and there. just like see what happens. See how it plays out because you don't. I mean, who knows? You know, who knows how it's gonna build or. Yeah. You know, and I talk to clients about it now that I'm like, you might have budget for for this on one day and you might have no budget for the next day but i'm gonna say yes to it because yeah, you're in the mix because well just it's a day with your camera hell make yeah. it work hell yeah like you know like there's <laughs> nothing better than that hell no so you know say yes and go do it and and I, and that will be rewarded mm-hmm. be a good you know it's karma yeah and i and i so the so the fitness work kind of it started just in in testing it started working with the guys at reebok yeah you know uh you know my buddy matt mclaughlin reached out quite a bit and was like you know i got this i got this i got this and i was just like yes 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 let's what, go was it you like know? was it like a conscious thing of like i need to kind of create a niche for myself or is it like you said it's just i just loved junk? it yeah you know i was a i was a um I was kind of a strange kid in high school. I was like a jock. I was I was like a I was the captain of my baseball team oh, and shit. hockey and all this. But I was like I had a corner of the art room that was mine. Yeah. And you couldn't go in that area. And I had an easel up and I would paint. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, so it was like this strange balance of like I was and I was friends with the art kids and I was friends with the jocks. And I and I just that's just who I was. I didn't So it 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 works now cuz I I really was into sports back then and it and it works now because i kind of get the i I get the mind of an athlete you know i don't i wasn't to the level of like the guys i was shooting last week in colorado were like olympic athletes you know but i don't but and i don't have that mindset but i kind of get what they where they are and where they need to be and and letting them do their thing on set yeah rather than overly directing them or whatever it is yeah and so the fitness work just kind of makes sense for me yeah you know i mean i'm super fit yeah. myself you i was know? gonna ask you that yeah for like you you shoot at all like your por- your portfolio is deep man you photograph <laughs> so many athletes like from like like uh like jj watt boogie cousins and then you you shoot like like i don't know i don't know yeah i guess it's like other athletes like yeah i don't know what yeah, you, like all these like more like fitness type people it's yeah different, but like a lot of fitness talent you know that are great people like they they're so like i athletes their commitment to what they do and their craft is like yeah it's mind-blowing it's like diet it's it's, it's in, like it's incredible because yeah. i'll run around like the block and i'm like dying you yeah. know i'm like i run a mile and i'm like dead yeah and i'm like these i work with these people that are just incredible human like specimens yeah. you know you're yeah, like you ever, yeah does it is it like inspiring to be around these people kind of like, I, like damn i gotta pick up my game you do you do i mean there's a lot of that there's a lot of that where i'm like oh man i'm just like <laughs> you know i'm i'm an you know i need to get in the gym but yeah. like you know that's their craft right my job is to like make them look uh, good. yeah like you know be yeah. at my desk editing you know taking photos editing i mean yeah that's and my gig one thing i was gonna ask is like like we were saying like you photograph like these fitness models and then you'll photograph an athlete like jj watt or like a basketball player like boogie cousins or yeah. uh, all these guys is there a different uh, approach to photographing someone like jj watt who's like a more of like a typical athlete for like a team versus like a fitness model is there like a different approach you think to like work with these type of people well, i don't um 
I'm sure there is. Yeah. You know, I'm sure that there's a really a way better way of doing what I do. Yeah. Than I do it, but <laughs> I don't. You know, like yeah. To me, I always just try to, especially JJ. We're shooting him again in October, but I, I just always try to let him be himself. Okay. You know, like. And with Boogie, who's kind of a handful, like you let them be, you let them be themselves and you don't, you don't overly direct them, mm -hmm. you know? And I, I feel like if you don't and you let them kind of warm up to the camera, you know, like, like we were shooting Boogie and, um, I think the client wanted to start with like portraits mm -hmm. and I was like, you know, cause we, we had portraits on the shot list and I was like, no, like you need to let him get comfortable on camera. You need to like give him a ball. Yeah. You know, what is he comfortable with? A ball, basketball, that's what, that's what, that's what he, he does, yeah. you know? So like you kind of let, I try to I try to let them warm up to the camera a little bit, you know, throw JJ a football, like let him toss yeah. the football around. Let him, let him, let him look badass on camera. Let him be himself. Let yeah. him like, yeah. you know. Yeah, because like, if you go straight to portraits, Straight to portraits, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, yeah. there are little things I do like. Wow, that's smart. Technique yeah. wise, yeah. but I try not to, I try not to say, we're going to do this or we're going to do that. Because I think, shit just happens on set that we weren't even yeah. we were never planning on yeah you know and i think that some of that stuff is always ends up being some of the best stuff yeah because that's the interesting thing about the type of work you do a lot of times it's not just someone that's standing there it's a lot of like movement right and like yeah that's the thing it's like I, i'm always interested like how you make that stuff happen is it like is it like you have a list of like i want them to jump like this or is it do, do the athletes sometimes kind of bring their own thing to yeah. the shoot pretty much i mean it's gotten i know so certain talent we work with i know their capabilities mm -hmm. you know so they'll be or we'll see it in their book you know like hey can you jump like this guy ryan i work with out in la like hey can you jump like this yep. or hey can you do this flip or whatever it is and you know, so I I kind of know what they're capable of. Yeah. I don't push them in a in a certain area that they're not comfortable with, but I know what they're capable of. So if I need a flip, if I need a jump, if I need a twist, whatever it is, like yeah. you know, I know what they're capable of. I can ask them for it, and I can try to hit it on a, yeah. you know, in in five shots at it. Yeah, you know, it's what I tell them. You know, and I and I think that, I think that the majority of the time they'll get it. It's it's me. You know, it's like, is my lighting right? Is yeah. my is my setup right? Is my composition right? Is it symmetrical? Is it you know all those questions that go into it that make the shot better? Yeah, you got to be prepared for it, especially when you're dealing with athletes. Yeah, especially when you're dealing with like celebrity athletes like JJ. Like he doesn't want to do it. Hey. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to do a box jump five times because he's he's you're not he, he's doing shoots all the time he wants to go home <laughs> yeah, yeah you know like he yeah. wants to get get the f out yeah you yeah. know like yeah. and i don't blame him yeah. right so it's my job to make sure we hit it mm -hmm. you know and i think that that's that's always the struggle because you're like hey you know what am i dialed in right am i you know that's why it, you know having a great crew around me which is super important mm -hmm. you know if, if if not the most important thing you know great producer great crew yeah yeah, I was you gonna know, ask to you make that. sure we get it right. You work with uh, Janet Henderson a lot She's from the greatest. Zinc Productions. She's the goat. Uh, yeah, she literally is the goat. Like, and there's a lot of good producers, but she's up there. Like, uh, yeah. like how important is it? Like you said, like having a producer. Like, what yeah. do they, what do they kind of bring to the table for you? you well, think? like Janet, you know, I work with Janet um, because I can have real conversations with Janet. Mm -hmm. You know about, about I mean, I tr I would trust her with my money i would trust her with everything you know and i think that that that's the important 
thing in a producer you need to be able to to have trust and and open conversations and and we will you know we're we're in we're in god knows where you know in the you know at a hotel like we we just ha- we have to have conversations real conversations yeah about the work about what needs to be done how we can get it better yeah you know what's going to happen if we don't do this if we don't spend the money on this yeah. or like She's, get this guy or get yeah. this you know and she's just dialed in she's seen it all she's seen it all and she's worked with gary land you know which is huge for me so i know you know what she's capable of and and yeah. and you know we've been i've been pretty loyal to her she's been pretty loyal to me and it's been it's just a great relationship because it's you know without that trust and without that you know the ability to have have a, a honest to god conversation it takes a lot of stress off it just takes it off i mean i can just be she's kind of the yin to the yang because i can be like focused on the lighting focused on this fo- you know yeah getting the shot right and she can be she can handle putting out the fires you yeah know, and i you, you know so i you know yeah well, i love janet she's the greatest no she is and yeah. like when you kind of start working on these bigger productions you're doing campaigns for like all these big brands like was managing these sets of like where it could be like 30 people on set and you're you're the you're the guy right. like everyone's coming yeah. to you was that something you were always like comfortable with like communicating with everyone what you need yeah uh, was it something you kind of got better at you think i mean i think you get better at it i think you know in advertising i'd i'd have to get up in front of you know 20 something people and communicate your idea or whatever it is so so when it came to being on set and being the you know the guy that sort of assistants are looking at or whatever it is that sort of i don't know i don't want to say it didn't phase me it did a little bit but i think that you know um working with great people and not feeling like they're working with an asshole is was always big for me like i'm like you know how'd your day go like we're you know what what did you think of how can we make it better like you know i work with guys and i i put my trust in them i'm like you know jim bruckner i work with a ton i'm like jim this isn't looking right. Like yeah. what, what do you got? Yeah. You know? And he'll be like, ah, if you move this, maybe this, maybe that. And I'm like, boom, it's do a, it. Yeah, you know? Cause problem. like you're as a photographer, you're, you're, you're worried about like, there's at least five things at any given time that you're concerned with yeah. on your set. You like, know, you're like time, time, lighting. you're like the, the, the lighting, the personalities involved, it, you know, the can is your camera working? Are you shooting raw? Like, like all this shit that you're, you know, that goes into it. And, and so you need people that you can trust and you can work with and you can, and you can sort of like, be like, have honest conversations where they're not going to look at you like you're like, this guy doesn't know what he's doing, mm-hmm. you know, because we, what we do is we'll, we'll set something, we'll set it up. And I always tell the clients, I'm like, if it looks like shit, we're not going to do it. We're going to move on from it. We're going to try something else, Yeah. you know, but we're going to go down trying, Yeah. you know, so we, so we'll get on set and if it doesn't look right, I'll, I'll ask my guys, you know, yeah. Hey, what do you think? Well, how can we make this better? Yeah. It's you know? like, I think, I think it took me a long time is like, uh, when you first start out, like, at least for me, like some of the first like ad shoots I did, I, I kind of overshot because it's like. I didn't. I, I maybe I didn't have the confidence to be like I'm. Right. Ru- I'm running the show. Yeah. Like because you got the client there, the yeah. art director. They can talk <laughs> totally. for nine hours about one shot. But at a yep. certain point, I think you have to like, be like, no, we're like we're good. Like we gotta yeah. keep it moving. We gotta keep moving. We gotta keep going. And I think that getting people involved on the set is really important. I mean, people are always like, well, you know, they'll be at any given time. There's 15, 20 people around my computer. Yep. And some guys can't stand that. But I'm like, you know what? Go for it. Yeah, yeah. You know because you're seeing it all as it's happening and 
if you got a problem with it, speak up, yep. you know? And I think that that's yep. really important for me. And maybe that's my time as an art director, you know, seeing what was happening on set and and either not wanting to speak up or speaking up and, and having honest conversations with the photographer on set. Like, how do we, yep. I need to do this or you need to give me room for type. I need, I, you know, I can't be building. Yeah, it's a collaboration. The, you know, it's a collaboration. So, so for them, seeing it as it's happening, getting them involved, hey, client, you know, what do you think of this? Or like, what, how can we make this better? Mm-hmm. Is this going to work for your layout? Is this going to work for the banner ad that you need to do? Is this, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, we, we'll shoot in-store Dick Sporting Goods yep. stuff. And it's like, it's like this table. It's like long yeah, it's and bit, thin. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, how do you, how are you going to make that work for your layout? Yeah. And they'll see it and they'll be like, oh, I can see how I can make that work. And yeah. I'm like, good. You know, so you saw it, right? Like you were on set, we're and cool. Yeah, and then as a photographer, you're there to explain, you're, you're yeah. there looking to you to explain like whatever limitations there might be in terms yeah. of photography. Like you're the guy, you're the boss. Right, you communicate it all. Yeah. No, I love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah, no, it's interesting. Yeah. It's a real skill, I think, being able to like corral all that and manage all these different personalities. Like, But you got to be yourself. Like you can't be... Yeah. you can't be a dick no, no like you just can't be a dick on set and you can't be a jerk to people because like it's an atmosphere i'll have people you know we'll we'll have a great day on set and we'll take some great shots and all this stuff but i'll have like a a hair and makeup person or whoever it is that i've never met before and she'll be like hey i really enjoyed your set yeah and i'm like you know you play good music we drank good coffee we took great shots everyone was happy we went home and truly <laughs> those are the photographers that are most successful well i just feel like that's it that's the way it should be it shouldn't be a stressful situation you know it should it that's it's not how good work comes out yeah for anybody not definitely you know? like we were talking we kind of mentioned gary land earlier yeah. that guy i, I assisted him a, a little bit and yeah, his whole thing. Or I think the reason that guy's so successful is like his sets are like it's yeah. like he he creates this atmosphere. And other guys like I work with this guy Tyburn Nemeth, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. He, he draws people to them. Totally. Obviously, your work's gonna get you in the door. Your portfolio's got to be good. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, the guys that are continually working. It's like you create this atmosphere that people want to be around. You hope. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the I I think that I always hope that you know I don't I leave it you know working with clients i'm like i hope they never want to work with anybody again and i hope that they see the energy and the in the passion that i try to bring to the set you yeah. know and if they do great if they don't then you yeah. know what maybe it wasn't right yeah yeah, you know? yeah you're, everyone's got their own thing you, yeah. you can't win every job um a little bit more um and one thing i was curious i always yeah. ask people is like style and aesthetic is that something that kind of take you a while to kind of find your voice as a photographer? Is yeah, what it, is that? Yeah, like, is it, is it something you spend <laughs> a lot? Know. Is it something you, you think about, like, a lot? I don't know. I just, you know, I, I feel like um, it's funny because I, I, going back to saying yes, like, I shoot this Newport Folk Festival thing every year, and it's and it's awesome work. It's so much fun. Yeah. And it's so different than the fitness stuff. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And I think that over time, like, it's, I've sort of seen some, like, uh, like similarities between that work and the fitness work in, in a weird way. Yeah. But like, maybe that's just me getting older, but I think that this like style wise, I don't, I don't know. I don't try, I try not to be put in a, in a box, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause I just, I don't know. That's not like photography is photography to me. I love it. Like yep. if, if it's a wedding, if it's a, if it's a food shoot, if it's a, you know, if it's Newport folk fest <laughs> music, shoot, if it's fitness, like, yeah, Maybe there's some some style in there, similarity, but mm. I try to just like, you know, 
if it looks if it's a studio shoot and it should look that way and looks then that's what it should look like if it's a if it's a a musician shoot in newport you know then it should look like that i feel like there's if those two kind of hang out together then great if they don't and they live apart yeah and it looks like it's two photographers maybe maybe that's okay too Mm. you know and that's kind of just where i am with it i don't know yeah no i've always just appreciated your lighting is very like you can tell you spend a lot of time on it yeah it's very you have to the lighting and composition it's just like really interesting thank you yeah it's always respected i appreciate it yeah no yeah i don't know style it's it's always hard to me i'm like what you know i think maybe somebody sees it that i don't i don't know you know i think about like friends that are that are shooters and i'm like you know yeah i kind of see their style a little bit but i'm like yeah you know and I like that. I love. I love seeing that. You can be like, "Oh, that's a Heather McGrath," or like, "That's that." You know, like you can pick certain styles out. But mm-hmm. in some, you know, Gary, for example, like you know, I can sort of get a sense of his style. But then, on the other hand, like if the if it call if like there's a shoot that's a bunch of baseball players and it and it doesn't call for that same kind of look, then yeah, yeah. I like the fact that it could take on a whole new yeah. whole new avenue. Maybe yeah, that's fun. a whole new thing. Yeah, yeah, no, it keeps it fresh. Yeah. And like you mentioned, um, the Newport Folk Festival, yeah. um, you shot for a few years. Did Six you, years. Did you shoot this year? Yeah, I did. It. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't gone through them. Yeah, yet, I know. I, I, was, I was so busy. I was, um, yeah, was, which is really I'm dying a, to go through them. It's a really. I've never been to it, but yeah. I followed along with your photos and some other photographers, and yeah. it seems like a, a festival in Newport, Rhode Island. Where it's, is it? What is it? Mostly uh, what type of music? It's all folk. Yeah, it's music. all folk. So, so Newport, um, Newport's gone from like uh, being all folk to a little bit more like there's like rock and roll like jack blacks shit you shot you you shot toots hibbert from toots Toots it was reggae you know toots was there this year z uh stephen marley was there this year so there's you know there's like a it's it's such a cool range and again like going back to saying yes you know i it's not a lot of money and you know but we go down there and we we just have an awesome time and you know you're sort of like at the you know, I shot Leon Bridges before anybody knew who Leon Bridges was. Yeah, I barely knew who Leon Bridges was. Yeah. You know, but you're sort you sort of get these guys that are like right before they blow up, yeah. and it's just like they're vulnerable. They don't they want it. They don't care about their picture being taken. Yeah. You know, two years later, you see Leon, and he's like, just like man. too cool. But like, you know, like <laughs> but like at that moment, you caught him, and he was willing, and you know, he wanted he's to excited. sit for you. Yeah, he was like yeah. into it. You know, and I think that that work is, is just like, it's kind of like, it's the only thing I'm on staff for. So <laughs> it's you, like, you're it's shooting, like my only job. That's what I was always curious. Like those photos you're shooting for the festival. Yeah, we themselves. shoot for the fest. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty amazing because it looks like yeah. you basically kind of set up a studio like behind the stage or yeah, something. You follow yeah. everybody. Oh, it's crazy. So they, there's a, the stage stuff is awesome. I love shooting stage stuff, but then we have a, there's a whole fort that's just so old. It's like and an like old, old dilapidated house. Yeah. and falling apart. It was all the old like quarters for the for the um, navy or whatever. Yeah. And th- so we bring them back there and we photograph them, and it's like the woods just falling off, the sidings falling off the building, and it's just like it. It's this perfect backdrop. Yeah. For these guys, you know, and and you know, so we'll wheel them in and we'll we'll take shots of them. Maybe we'll catch them out in the fest. Maybe we'll catch them on stage. And yeah. At the end of it, you kind of it's six years running. At the end of it, you're kind of like. <sighs> 
Brent. <laughs> I don't know what I got, but I I so think much. I got something. You yeah, know? that's like, like the most impressive thing yeah. about it. Like you, yeah, you photograph so many people in a small time. Frame. Yeah, you think? Yeah, you, you really, you honestly, like I still have to go digging through. I think I got some cool stuff. I have no, I don't know, you know. And we'll we'll find out, you know. And I can't wait to go through it. And do you go into like each year? Like, do you try to like? do something different and yeah like a game plan kind of i try to i mean I, at the end of it i want to put together a book I, i'd really like to do 10 years yeah and then and then put together a book of it because mm. i think that that would be really cool so i got about four more years but i try to bring something different every time you know whether it's like whether it's like um shooting more texture yeah. of the of the fest so like the cases i know it sounds ridiculous but no, like no. cases or like the guitars or like the pianos the details like the details of it you know, one year, I think I did, like, all of that. <laughs> and then, like, you know, and then some portraits. And then, like, you kind of you build you kind of build it together. I think that they're really great stage guys. I don't know if I'm the greatest stage guy. But yeah. I like I like doing it. But, you know, the portraits to me are always what's really cool. So I like grabbing yeah. musicians around the festival and saying, hey, you know, we're shooting for the fest. Can we grab no, it's portrait? A, no, it's, it's really fun. Yeah, it must be fun. Like, yeah. Yeah, one thing, like, we are talking, like, you shoot a lot of fitness. Do you ever yeah. feel like... Do you feel pigeonholed in that at this point or like do you ever well like the work what's funny is like so the work the work that i did with newport opened a door um with arnold mm. we were doing some musicians they, they wanted to shoot some musicians in a on a podcast believe it or not yeah and um which that work's coming out in january but like that sort of opened the door so again say yes to that and that opened the door to you know True. something new and i feel like um the fitness work I just feel like I, I sort of get it. Yeah. You know, like what it what it is. And it doesn't get old to me. It hasn't yet. And I, awesome. I really love it. Like it it's um I don't think it's pigeonhole's like a really it's a tough word. I I think it's like um be you know, what's great about what we do is that everywhere we go it's different people. Yeah. It's different athletes. Nah. It's diff it's a different backdrop. Yeah. You know, it's like there's always there are these little variables that make it different. Yeah, it's always each time new challenge. It's a new challenge. So like, you know, I don't know if I would. I think that's the beauty of what we do is that like we get this like little window vignette yeah, yeah. into these people's lives. Nah, for sure. You man. know, so like, I don't know if I would want to just shoot food all the time or just shoot fitness or just shoot music or just you know. I kind of like the fact that More photography so. is like lets you get into these people's lives or gets get into something yeah you know like try it out see if you like it maybe you know and i know that there are guys that are professional food shooters they're yeah. professional musician shooters like that's all they do and i get that and i respect them 100 percent. like what some wedding shooters are unbelievable you know yeah. they blow my mind but, like but i like the fact that variety you can i'm okay with variety i'm okay with like touching on things and saying like cool ah, like, let's go try this out or let's go try this out, you know? Hell so. yeah. Well, um, I guess to wrap up, I guess yeah, my, like, my last question, like, you've been doing this a while, you've shot a lot. Um, like, what do you think it is for the, like, photographers listening out there in, like, such a competitive business? Like, what do you got to do to, like, stick yeah. out from the pack, you think? Like, what's your mindset, I guess? I think you just have to continually be yourself mm -hmm. and, just, and just continually, like, if you see something that you want to, you want to capture, like... You know, and you're and and just do it. Yep. You know, and and if you're working in a day job and you're doing something you don't want to do, switch it up. Mm -hmm. You know, if you want to be a shooter, if 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 you're out there and you're working behind a desk and you really want to get into photography, like 
yeah. then get into it and yeah. and and fully get into it you know don't leave your camera on auto like learn how to use your camera like you know and i think that within that you'll you'll be able to kind of like tell your story yep. you know and i think that you can you could shoot anything i mean start shooting food you start shooting things that are that don't move you build on you know it. it's, yeah it's like, like that's start, the coolest thing about hearing yeah. your story man it was like this slow thing yeah you like, just kind of build on it and i think that that's that's the beauty of photography i don't you know like i hope it just keeps going i hope that in you know i'm starting to get really into coffee like roasting and stuff and i like so i want to go to like guatemala and like shoot costa that, rica and i want to uh, shoot yeah. that maybe i'll just do that starbucks, I don't know. That, starbucks you know? ads man <laughs> right and i but i know that there are guys that do that yeah man. you know so like that's cool but that's the beauty of photography Hell to me yeah. is like well hey maybe i can go shoot some farmers in costa rica you know out, yeah. roasting you know just get out there so i think that's i think that's the beauty of it and i would just say if you're out there and you don't just do it. Just I hate to say the Nike slogan, but just it's do true, it. Man. Like it's a hundred. It's, it's, it makes sense, <laughs> yeah. you know. It it just uh, yeah, hundred percent. Well, David, man, uh, can't thank you enough, man. Like uh, long for, time. Thanks for coming. doing this. I love I love that you do this, man. <laughs> I think it's super cool. It's fun, man. I don't know if we're all that interesting. <laughs> no, you are, man. I'm just such a fan of everyone. How they kind of fucking love it. battle it. But yeah. I guess for people listening, where's the best place for them to go check out your work? Oh, uh, it's um. All right, so it's davidsalafia.com. Yep. Nobody can spell that. I'll, I'll put in the link yeah, and then this on Instagram says <laughs> at David Salafia. Super Italian. All right, cool. Uh, and Instagram is David Salafia. And just reach out. If you listen, say hello. Hell yeah. Totally. Th- thank you, man. Yeah, thanks for doing it. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I actually wanted to tell you about a new image transfer tool I've been using lately called PickDrop. PickDrop's a really great tool for whenever you need to send off your files to your clients or whoever you're working with. You can create private galleries, different folders. Your clients can actually write notes on the photos you send to them and rate them. It's just a really way, easy way to organize all your files in one spot. For years, I was using like uh, WeTransfer and Dropbox and things like that. But with PickDrop, it was actually designed by photographers, so they really understand what photographers need. I really can't say no- enough about it. It's just kind of helped me kind of streamline my workflow and help me keep more organized uh, than I ever have been before. Um, and actually, with today's episode, if you enter the promo code PHOTOBANTER when you sign up at PickDrop.com, you're actually going to get three months free of the PickDrop image transfer tool. So definitely go check it out. Let me know what you guys think. And remember to enter the promo code PHOTOBANTER when you sign up at PickDrop.com. And also, just have to give a big thank you to our guest, David Salafia. Um, been a big fan of his work for years. Um, he's kind of uh, in the Boston area where I live, so it was kind of really cool to connect and kind of hear his story and journey from becoming a designer to making the transition and becoming a full-time photographer. Uh, just a really successful guy having he shoots for everybody adidas under armor puma reebok you name it he shot for him um so i can't thank him enough um definitely go check out david's website at davidsalafiaphotography.com as well as his instagram at davidsalafia um I'll, i'll put the link in the description you can go check it out he's always updating with new work and whatnot and as always, I'll be uh, having weekly podcasts every Monday on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, as well as my website, alexgagnephoto.com, and on my Instagram, at alexgagnephoto. Thanks so much for listening, and take care.